Welcome to Zichud Daf Simon Member by Ram Goldhari, and today Masechus Gittin Daf Nun Alf, the fifth parakani zakin. The Zichud Masechus Gittin program has been generously sponsored by Zichud Nishmas Chaya Hadas Basender. So the three daps are going to focus on number one. On the previous daf, Amaraim offered two explanations why one can only collect compensation for produce or improvements of a purchased land which was later found to have been stolen from the seller's own properties. However, Abraisa proves a different reason. Rabbi Nassim says, Amosai, when is it true that the compensation for the improvements are only collected from the seller's property? Only when the second purchase preceded the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them was created thereafter. But if the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them preceded the second purchase, he does collect from sold properties in the second purchaser's possession. This proves that the reason for the mission is because the improvements or produce did not precede the second purchase and not the reasons given by the Marayim and Nun. The more responds that it's a Melchokas Tanaim and a Bryce records Tanaim who hold of the Amarayim's reasons. Point number two, Rabbi Yitzhak said, if one says to his friend, Shnei Kisin Kishorim Matsasalit, you found two purses of mine tied together. And the other says, I only found one. Nishba, he must swear because of motive of partial admission. But if he says, Shnei Shvarim Kishorim Matsasalit, you found two oxen of mine tied together. And the other says, I only found one. He does not swear. The word explains the distinction. Shvarim and Natchim Hadadi, oxen pull apart from each other and may have broken free of each other. Therefore, the owner cannot be certain that the defendant found both oxen, and one does not swear against an uncertain claim. Kisim will Natchim Hadadi, persons, however, do not pull apart from each other, and therefore the owner knows that if the defendant found one, he must have found the other. If the finder concedes he found two oxen, but claims he returned one, he does swear because the owner can know with certainty he did not. And point number three was tied to Bryce, but Lezim Yaakov says, if one says, a mana of your father's was in my possession, and I paid him half of it, he must swear that he paid half. But the Chalmim say, he's like one who returns lost property and is pater from swearing. The Gemara asserts that the orphan must be claiming the full amount, because otherwise everyone would agree the debtor wouldn't swear. The Malchokas is ultimately explained based on Rabba's rationale for the Shvua of Moda Bemixas. He explains that the defendant does not escape swearing based on his ability to have fully denied the debt because It's presumed that a person is not brazen enough to completely deny his debt to his creditor's face. Rabbi Yaakov says that even to the creditor's son, a person is unable to completely deny the claim and therefore must swear. The Chachamim hold bohu de'ino meiz, of no meiz, to the creditor himself he's not so brazen to fully deny, but to his son he would be brazen enough to fully deny the claim. Since he partially admitted voluntarily, he's putter from swearing like one who returns a lost item. So once again, the three points are number one. On the previous daf, Amaraim offered two explanations why one can only collect compensation for produce or improvements of a purchased land which was later found to have been stolen from the seller's own properties. However, Abraisa proves a different reason. Rabbi Nassim says, Amosai, when is it true that the compensation for the improvements are only collected from the seller's property? Only when the second purchase preceded the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them was created thereafter. But if the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them preceded the second purchase, he does collect from sold properties in the second purchaser's possession. This proves that the reason for the mission is because the improvements or produce did not precede the second purchase and not the reasons given by the Marayim and Nun. The more responds that it's a Malchokas Tanaim, and a Bryce records Tanaim who hold of the Amaraim's reasons. 
Point number two, Rabbi Yitzhak said, if one says to his friend, Shnei kisin kashorim matzatzalit, you found two purses of mine tied together. And the other says, I only found one. Nishba, he must swear, because of motive of partial admission. But if he says, Shnei shvarim kashorim matzatzalit, you found two oxen of mine tied together, and the other says, I only found one, he does not swear. The word explains the distinction. Shvarim menatchim ahadadi, oxen pull apart from each other and may have broken free of each other. Therefore, the owner cannot be certain that the defendant found both oxen, and one does not swear against an uncertain claim. Kisin will menatchim ahadadi, persons, however, do not pull apart from each other, and therefore the owner knows that if the defendant found one, he must have found the other. If the finder concedes he found two oxen, but claims he returned one, he does swear because the owner can know with certainty he did not. And point number three was tied in a brace of Belazim Yaakov says, if one says, a mana of your father's was in my possession, and I paid him half of it, he must swear that he paid half. But the Chalmim say, he's like one who returns lost property and is pater from swearing. The Gemara asserts that the orphan must be claiming the full amount because otherwise everyone would agree the debtor wouldn't swear. The Machokas is ultimately explained based on Rabbah's rationale for the Shvua of Motiba Mixas. He explains that the defendant does not escape swearing based on his ability to have fully denied the debt because it's presumed that a person is not brazen enough to completely deny his debt to his creditor's face. Rabbi Yaakov says that even to the creditor's son, a person is unable to completely deny the claim and therefore must swear. The Chachamim hold bohu de'ino meiz, of no meiz, to the creditor himself he's not so brazen to fully deny, but to his son he would be brazen enough to fully deny the claim. Since he partially admitted voluntarily, he's putter from swearing like one who returns a lost item. Alright, so now we go to our simmer definite off, and our standard simon is a beaver, because beavers gnaw. So here goes. The man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements had to swear when he denied finding two beaver pelt purses tied together and said he found only one, but did not have to swear when he was motive mixes and told his accuser, a man of your father's was in my possession and I paid him half of it. Once again, slow motion. The man whose beaver team, beaver team, that must be more enough. No, no, no. The man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements, which reminds us, Rabbi Nassim says, when is it true that compensation for the improvements are only collected from the seller's property? Only when the second purchase preceded the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them was created thereafter. But if the improvements of the first purchaser and the obligation to compensate for them preceded the second purchase, government he does collect from the sold properties in the second purchaser's possession. So, the man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements had to swear when he denied finding two beaver pelt purses tied together and said he found only one, which reminds us the Gemara explains the distinction between a case where one is accused of finding two purses tied together and he claims he found only one purse and one accused of finding two oxen tied together and claiming he found only one. So, the man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements had to swear when he denied finding two beaver pelt purses tied together and said he found only one, but did not have to swear when he was motive of mixes and told his accuser, a man of your father's was in my possession and I paid him half of it. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings in Malchuk is whether the rationale why one must swear in a case of motive mixes us, that it's presumed that a person is not brazen enough to completely deny his debt to his creditor's face, applies in a case when one is motive mixes us to the creditor's son. 
Rebbe Yaakov holds that a person is also not brazen enough to deny the whole claim to the son, and therefore must swear, whereas the Chamim hold, he would be brazen enough, and therefore partial admission is likened to him being Meshiv Aveda, returning a lost object. So once again, the man whose beaver team built a green dam on stolen property he purchased, and was unable to collect from property the same seller sold to another prior to these improvements, had to swear when he denied finding two beaver pelt purses tied together, and said he found only one but did not have to swear when he was motive but mix us and told his accuser, a man of your father's was in my possession, and I paid him half of it. All right, so now it's time for Four Balabach Hazara. Daf Mem Zayn. So the similar Daf Mem Zayn is a maze. So here goes. The group of cannibals running through the green maze. Maze, that must mean Daf Mem Zayn. The group of cannibals running through the green maze being chased by a rabbi, swinging his knotted bag with a hardball in it, which reminds us, the Gemara tells us of the man who sold himself to cannibals who was discovered to be Yisrael Mumer, and how Rish Lakish killed the cannibals by tricking them and swinging his bag with a hardball in it. So the group of cannibals running through the green maze being chased by a rabbi, swinging his knotted bag with a hardball in it, fell into pits that an idolater was permitted to dig, which reminds the more brings him out about an idolater's purchase of land in Israel regarding exempting from miser and digging pits. So the group of cannibals running through the green maze being chased by a rabbi, swinging his knotted bag with a hardball in it, fell into pits that an idolater was permitted to dig, and never made to the end where buyers of rights to produce were joyously bringing their bikurim and reciting the psukim, which reminds us the Gemara says, Hamocher Sedeh Peros, one who sells his field regarding rights for its produce. Rabbi Yochanan says, Mevi Vekore, the buyer brings Bikurim and recites the Bikurim Psukim. Reish Lakish says, Mevi Ve'eno Kore, he brings Bikurim but does not recite the Psukim. The more explains that Rabbi Yochanan holds, Kenyan Peros Kenyan Akuftami, the ownership of rights to something's produce is tantamount to ownership of the principle itself. Therefore, he can write the Psukim, which include, quote, the land which you have given me. Reish Lakish holds that ownership of the rights to the land's produce is not like owning the land itself, and therefore, cannot recite the Bzukim. Daf Memches. So the Simmer Daf Memches is a brainiac. So here goes. The brainiac, brainiac, that must be more on Daf Memches, brainiacs. The brainiac at the Going Green Conference who just presented his thesis on the recitation of Bikurim Bzukim by the purchaser of land during Yovel, based on his Brothers dividing inheritance of land theory, which reminds us, the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochan Mishalkish followed the positions if Kenyan Paris could Kenyan goof in a second case. One who sells his field during a time when Yovel is enforced, Rabbi Yochanan says the buyer brings Bikurim and recites the Psukim. And Rabbi says he cannot recite them. Since the buyer will have to return the field in Yovel, his ownership is essentially only a right to its produce. Rabbi Yosef demonstrates Rabbi Yochan's opinion is reflected in his position that brothers who divide in inheritance are considered buyers of their portions. So the brainiac the Going Green Conference, who just presented his thesis on the recitation of Bikurim Psukim by a purchaser of land during Yovel, based on his brother's dividing inheritance of land theory, was overshadowed by the brainiac proudly showing off his three different grade lands for different types of creditors chart, which reminds us the fifth paragraph begins, Hanizakin Shaming Lahembiidis. Losses of damaged parties are assessed and then paid with superior quality of land of the responsible party, and a creditor of a standard debt, such as a loan, is paid with average land, and a woman's ksuba is paid with inferior land. Ramirez says even a woman's ksuba is paid with Bainanese. So the brainiac at the Going Green Conference, who just presented his thesis on the recitation of Bikurim Psukim by a purchaser of land during Yovel, based on his brother's dividing inheritance of land theory, was overshadowed by the brainiac proudly showing off his three different grade lands for different types of creditors chart, who explained the Talmudic discourse whether Edis is assessed based on the property of the Nizak 
or mazik, which reminds the Gemara brings the Malchokas where Bishmon Rekiva how Edis is assessed for damages, if b'demazik shaminin or b'denizak shaminin, whether it's assessed according to the damager's property or whether it's assessed according to the damaged party's properties. Daf mem so the simon daf mem is meat, and we often use a butcher in the simon. So here goes the butcher, butcher. That must mean we're on daf mem meat butcher. The butcher with the green apron, who was visibly upset when the ox he was going to shech, scored an ox of hectish requiring him to pay from his edis, which reminds us, Rabbi Kiva holds like Rabbi Manasi, who said, If a hectish's ox gores a commoner's ox, hectish is pater from paying, but if a commoner's ox gores hectish's ox, whether his ox was a tum or a muad, he pays full damages to hectish. He interprets the drasha of Shorehu as teaching that the distinction to pay half damages for a tum only applies to a friend's ox, but damages to Hedish's ox are always paid in full. So the butcher with the green apron, who was visibly upset when the ox he was going to shecht toward an ox of Hedish, requiring him to pay from his edis a derisa payment that dissuaded some local gazlanim and chamsanim from their pursuits, which reminds us, although the payment from edis is actually a derisa, Rabbi Shimon hid the darsh time of the cry. It is the opinion Rabbi Shimon usually darshans the reasoning of the Pasuk, and he's saying the Torah required paying damages from edis for a tikkun olam. In a brace, he explains the benefit because of robbers and extortioners. So a man will say, why should I steal or why should I extort? Tomorrow, Basin will come and seize my property and take away my best field. So the butcher with the green apron, who was visibly upset when the ox he was going to shecht, Gordon Ox of Hectish, requiring him to pay from his edis, a derisa payment that dissuaded some local gazlanim and chamsanim from their pursuits, was jealous when he heard some Yusomim telling Amana she could only collect her ksuba, from Ziburis, which reminds us. The Gemara explains that there's an additional Chiddush in teaching that Aksuba is collected from an orphan Ziburis. I might think that because of favor, as Rashi explains, better collections rights as an incentive for a woman to marry, the rabbis were making a ladder to collect from Bainanis. The Mishnah teaches that this isn't so, and that even Aksuba is collected from Yusom Ziburis. There's a Malchogs where she collects from Bainanis or Ziburis when it comes to collecting her Aksuba from her husband. Dafnun, so the Simmer Dafnun is a non stop flight. So here goes. The disappointed Balkhov who was on a non-stop flight. Non-stop flight? That must be on Duff. None. The disappointed Balkhov who was on a non-stop flight in a small green airplane to identify the Ziburi's land he was going to collect from adult Yasomim, which reminds us the Gemara concludes that the restriction to only collect Ziburi's from Yasomim includes adult Yasomim. So the disappointed Balkhov who was on a non-stop flight in a small green airplane to identify the Ziburi's land he was going to collect from adult Yasomim flew over some gifted Bainini's properties he couldn't collect from another debtor who had some unsold Ziburi's field. Which reminds Ravachot Vaibar Ami asked, can a creditor collect from gifted properties where unsold properties are available. He explains, was the enactment which required collecting from unsold properties made because of the loss of purchasers? But in the case of a gift where there is no purchaser's loss because the gift recipient paid nothing, there is no enactment protecting his land from collection. Or perhaps we say, if the debtor had not received some benefit from the gift recipient, he would not have given him a gift. Therefore, Matana is considered like a purchaser's loss. So, the disappointed Balkhov who was on a non-stop flight in a small green airport to identify the Ziburi's land he was going to collect from adult Yasomim, flew over some gifted Bainini's properties he couldn't collect from another debtor who had some unsold Ziburi's fields, and noticed a buyer of a stolen field down below collect compensation from the seller for the produce that was seized 
after his purchase, which reminds us, the Mishnah Daf Memeches Amabes taught that although a buyer whose purchase land was later discovered to have been stolen by the seller may collect the purchase price from properties which the seller had subsequently sold, produce which grew in the field after the purchase can only be collected from the seller's own property. Two explanations are given here. Ula said in the name of Reish Lankish, Lefisha and Kasubim, because they're not written in the original purchase contract. Rechina said Lefisha and Kasubim, because the amount of potential produce is not fixed. Purchasers cannot protect themselves from later collections if they have no way of knowing how much property to leave with the seller. Therefore, produce can only be collected from the seller himself. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do the question if a creditor can collect from gifted properties where unsold properties are available? That's on Duff. None. Good number two. Which of the one Rabbi Nassim holds that compensation for improvements are collected from the purchaser property when the second purchase came after improvements of the first purchaser? That's on Duff. None of. Good number three. Which stuff about the three different great lands paid to three different types of creditors? Edis, Benanis, and Ziburi says on Duff. Memchas. Good number four. Which of the when a woman always collects her ksuba from Yusomi from Ziburis, and as Malka is what she collects from, one collecting from her husband, that's on Duff. Memtas. Good number five. Which of the one what the distinction is between one admitting he found one of two purses tied together where he has to swear, and the case of admitting he found one of two oxen tied together where he does not. That's on Duff. Nunov. Good number six. Which stuff do we discuss redeeming one who sold himself and his sons to idolaters three times? That's on Duff. Memvav. Good number seven. Which stuff are two explanations given as to why produce which grew in a stolen field can only be collected from the seller's own property? That's on Duff. None. Good number eight. Which stuff do you know of Kenyan parents could Kenyan group regarding buying land while Yovel is in force? That's on Duff. Memchas. Good number nine. Which stuff do Mokok is whether the rationale behind having to swear in a case of Moda Bamixas applies when being Moda to the creditor's son? That's on Duff. Nanoff. Good number ten. Which stuff does the more conclude that the restriction to only collect Ziburis from a Yusomim includes adult Yusomim? That's on Duff. None. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Gold from Zikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.